Welcome to Jim Galliano's Building a Better Web Presence podcast. Build something better with less moving parts, less overhead, and less headaches. Hey everyone, this is Jim Galliano. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast episode. First, before we begin, let me just apologize for the lateness of last week's episode. Last week, I uploaded an episode on the 14th, which was Valentine's Day. And unfortunately, for whatever reason, the RSS feed wasn't properly generated. Then I had to contact technical support for the podcast host, ask them what was going on. They said they would look into it. One day went by, two days went by, three days went by, and then they said they would have to expedite it to a higher level of support. And then from there, another few days went by. So finally, I said, forget this. I had two other podcasts that I maintain on the same server, and I decided that I had episodes waiting to be uploaded for those. I went ahead and I did that over the past weekend. They published fine. There weren't any issues. And so I thought to myself, I'm just going to go ahead and re-upload the podcast episode that was due on the 14th and see if it goes through okay. And thankfully it did. So here we are with two episodes sort of back to back. So that's what's going on here. All right. Uh, Now, before we get into this, let me just say today I'm going to be talking a little bit about what it takes to avoid burnout, how to stay motivated as a solo entrepreneur, And this is something that you have to learn and relearn, I believe, throughout your lifetime because burnout doesn't just happen as a business owner. Burnout can happen in different areas of your life where you just hit a point where it feels like you're spinning your wheels, you're not going anywhere, you're not making any progress. Sometimes it happens in relationship and part of you just wants to bail. Maybe another part of you wants to stay and keep on fighting, but that desire to do so is just not there the way it was in the past. Now, before we go any further, this episode today, as always, is brought to you by the Digital Strategist Newsletter. And this is volume two of my monthly newsletter. The February edition will be available in just another day or two. It's available at jimsnewsletter.com. That's jimsnewsletter.com. It's absolutely free. You can also find back issues available there and onetomanysystem.com, which is the home of my coaching program, and that's designed to help you build a complete marketing and sales system. This program will remove maybe some of the questions that you have with what goes into building a complete marketing and sales system, and that includes the website that's connected with it. I know sometimes people have an idea of They need certain things in place, but what they have is incomplete, and that's why I created this program to put all of the pieces together. So whether you're selling the same type of product or service three years from now, or whether you decide to sell something different because markets change, tastes change, the things that people want to buy, all of those things change over time. But once you know where the pieces go, then you can use that same framework over and over again for any of your other future projects as you move forward. So again, that program is available at onetomanysystem.com. Now, let me say this. Running your own business can be incredibly rewarding, 
but also can be very challenging at times. And you may find yourself at a place where you're beginning to feel burned out, you're lacking motivation, and this is especially so if you're working alone. Now, one of the things that I learned to deal with this very early on in my life because I grew up as an only child. So I didn't have an older brother or sister to look to for guidance. So I more or less figured things out for myself through trial and error. I learned what motivated me and what didn't from hands-on experience. And I discovered that when motivated, I could really excel to the point where I even surprised myself. But on the other side, when I wasn't motivated, let's just say many things became problematic for me. Now, what about you? Do you recognize why it's so important for you to stay motivated as a solo business owner? When you're running your own business, you may not have anyone else to rely on to keep you accountable or to keep you motivated. It's all up to you. And if you're not motivated, it really can be difficult to stay on track, to make progress, and to achieve any personal or even financial goals. As a solo business owner, there are several reasons that I can think of right off the top of my head that may cause you to lose motivation over time. Let me just talk about a few of them. These are just common challenges that can impact your desire to do whatever it is that you're doing, to grow, to be successful, to establish your business. First are the mental challenges. Running a business can be mentally challenging, especially if you're doing it all alone. You may feel overwhelmed by all the tasks you need to complete, by all the options that you have to choose from. Or some people struggle with imposter syndrome. They just do not feel like they are measuring up to everyone else that's out there doing the same or similar things. Next, closely connected with this is self-doubt, which leads to anxiety. And I think that just being human, every single one of us has dealt with all of these things, even if it was just slightly for a very short period of time at one time or another. Now, you may feel isolated and lonely, and that can also make it difficult to stay motivated and engaged in your work. So we have the mental challenges. There's also financial challenges. Financial stress can impact your motivation as a solo business owner because you may feel pressured to make sales, generate revenue, especially if you're in a place right now where you're living from paycheck to paycheck. And you may also struggle with cash flow issues, which make it really difficult to not only pay bills, but to invest back in your business again. Next is the feeling of being overwhelmed, like you just can't get enough done. As a solo business owner, you may feel like there just are not enough hours in the day to get everything done that needs to be done. You may struggle with time management, or you may find yourself easily distracted by other tasks or, and activities. And this can lead to frustration, overwhelm, and just the overall lack of motivation. And to overcome these and other challenges and stay motivated as a solo business owner, you have to realize a few things. Number one, you have to take care of your mental health. Now, personally, in more areas than not, I consider myself to be fairly strong, mentally speaking, but I will readily admit that there are times where I just need to take off a few days and just disconnect for a while, you know, kind of recharge, rest a little bit, and then jump back in with whatever it is that I'm doing. As a matter of fact, I schedule my weeks now where there are just some days where it's okay to do nothing or to do the very minimal amount of work. 
So you do have to take care of yourself mentally because it's not just your business or your family or your relationships that pass through your mind challenges in those areas, but it's all the other things that are going on around us in the world all the time that we hear about. So yeah, mentally speaking, it is probably easier today to be a little bit mentally exhausted when you're looking at the big picture than maybe it was in the past, but thankfully there's something that you can do about it. Next comes managing your finances wisely. And I have to admit, I'll be the first to admit, I did not do this earlier on in my business career. I used credit, I spent money that I didn't have because I thought that I really didn't have a legitimate business. Again, looking at that imposter type syndrome, unless my company had all of this hardware that the other companies that I was competing against had also. Some of you who've listened to this podcast for a long time know that I was in the paper and ink publishing business before I got online and that required quite a bit of an overhead, a lot of uh, machines that go into the printing and binding process and creating booklets and um, paperback books and all of that equipment. And it was just, it was a stressful type of business. Thankfully, when we look into this topic of burnout and staying motivated as a solo entrepreneur, we have more more tools available to us today than we've ever had before in history. We, in the past, would be forced into a place where we either had to invest in equipment in order to make certain services profitable because we just did not have enough markup abilities to outsource something and then get it back and resell it again. In the past, that was like a huge challenge. That's not the case at all today. I'm just a few things again off the top of my head because not only have I gone through this, but I've gone through this multiple times because the problems and the stresses and the things that accompanied business back in the 1990s, they're here today, but they're a little bit different than they were back then. And so it's kind of like as an athlete, you may play a sport and, but you know, every game is different. You know, every, every, every challenge is a little bit different. Yeah, there are similar things, but I think that it becomes easier to equip yourself to be let's say, a little more effective at overcoming some of these things and figuring out what it takes for you as an individual to stay motivated. I know certain people are really hooked into things like they'll go to a Tony Robbins type meeting. I know people, I've never been to one of these meetings before. I've seen them online, but the people who've been to them tell me that they're addictive in nature because when you go there, you feel that supercharged energy of being live in a crowd of people. And, you know, I've been in crowds of people before where there was a lot of motivation going on, not in like a, that type of setting, like a Tony Robbins type setting, but in other settings where it was a very positive vibe and atmosphere. And for some reason, it just didn't land on me. It just didn't, I couldn't plug into that. Maybe that goes back to being the only child again. It's more of an internal thing for me. But I know for other people, it's more external. But the problem is they go from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, and the motivation doesn't last. So I really believe that if you can figure out what it takes for you to take the necessary steps and not have to rely too much on something external, the better it's going to be for you over the long term. 
But I did not manage back to finances again. I did not manage my finances wisely at that point in my life. Thankfully, I did learn. And so you have to take care of your mental health. You have to manage your finances wisely or learn how to do that. And you have to find ways that will work for you to stay productive and stay focused. For some people, this means setting clear-cut goals. I'm not a big fan of setting goals. And simply because like a lot of people, I would set the goal and then something wouldn't happen and then I would figure why bother and this just became a repetitive cycle. However, I did find that setting objectives or putting things in order of importance What do I want to do? I want to make progress in my business. Now, I was never the type of person to say, I want to hit this number every year or this number every month. That was maybe motivating for a moment or two, but it wasn't something that would carry over into my daily activities. But I did realize that by reorganizing or rearranging my priorities and creating a routine that would uh, lead to better productivity and better focus, that I would get to the same end. Now, maybe I wouldn't hit the number that I would like, but I would definitely be a lot further along doing it that way than I would be kind of like throwing a dart at the bullseye and you either hit it or you don't. I know that it was the same way for people that I talked to who struggled with dieting for years, having difficulty losing weight, and they said it was just easier for them to change their eating habits and change, maybe put a little bit of physical activity, not necessarily a lot, not a dramatic change, but small little changes that could be worked into a daily routine. And then over time, maybe several months, that routine would become more of a habit. And so it didn't require as much effort to keep doing it. So if it takes a lot of effort to eat the right foods, you're probably not going to do it. If it takes a lot of effort to get some type of exercise into your life, you're probably not going to do it. Not over the long term. You may do it in the short term, but that, you know, on again, off again type of thing I find is just uh, not the type of path that I want to go down, especially now. (laughs) Now that I've seen that it's so much easier just to change your priorities a little bit and change your habits gradually and then let that take you to where you want to go. Maybe it takes a little longer, but I find when you get there, you stay there. Now, some people, they prefer talking to other business owners. That can be very helpful because you're talking to other people that run similar types of businesses, have similar types of challenges, and you feel less alone when you're interacting with people. Others prefer a coach, someone they can be accountable to directly, and then they can go back and forth with uh, problems and challenges and get ideas and insights that they could incorporate into their situation. But still others find that most of their problems are a result of not outsourcing tasks that aren't in their areas of expertise. I love learning things. But in certain areas, I would have to be practicing certain things one, two, three, four years before I became maybe averagely proficient. And I just don't want to invest that time. So the options to get a good result today would be to outsource it to someone else or just not do that thing. And so sometimes what we're left with is fairly obvious, we're doing things that aren't a good fit for us. 
and that it would just be better off to remove that weight off of our shoulders and hand it off to someone who has expertise in that area. All right. Remember, motivation is a very serious factor. It's a very serious element when it comes to achieving success as a solo business owner. Because when you're motivated, you're more likely to be productive. You're more likely to take action ongoing towards achieving whatever your objectives are. Things feel less like work when motivation is there. Yeah, sometimes things are hard, but it's a nice hard. Sometimes you're tired at the end of the day, but it's a good tired. And additionally, motivation can help you stay positive and resilient when you do hit walls and when you do face challenges or experience setbacks. Because when you look at what you're doing, and you realize you're in a fight, you also realize that you have something that's worth fighting for. Personally, I sometimes find that it's a lot easier to be motivated if I'm fighting for something that's positive. Now, I know sometimes, and some people find that it's more motivating when they're fighting to keep something negative from happening. I know when I think back to the fight game and the history of the sport, back in the day, most fighters or boxers, they were fighting to escape poverty. And for some, it's the same today, not just in the fight game, but sports in general. Sports is a way for certain people to escape poverty. It's true for more than just a few athletes that are out there. Now, you may not be an athlete, but you may be motivated by the same thing. You're building a business as a way to put poverty behind you or financial struggles behind you or to build something not just for your future, but for the future of your family, for your children. But when we look at all of this, you just can't get away from the fact that there are times where you just don't feel motivated or excited about your work. Staying motivated and staying inspired is important for any business owner, but it's not always possible to feel motivated, inspired 24-7 all the time. So fortunately, there are things that you can do to still get things done even if you don't feel particularly motivated or inspired. Now, if you're working for someone else, if the motivation isn't there to do the work, if the inspiration isn't there to do the work, what drives you to do the work is to not get fired. Because if you don't show up, eventually, sooner or later, you're going to be replaced by someone else that's going to be more reliable. But when we work for ourselves, well, it's true that maybe we don't have the oversight, but yet the negatives attached to not getting the work done are still present. So sometimes it's as simple as creating a routine that you stick to whether you feel like it or not. That's one way to stay productive even if you don't really feel inspired is by creating to and sticking with a routine. By setting specific times aside to work and by taking regular breaks, you can help yourself get into somewhat of a rhythm and that makes progress on certain tasks a lot easier, especially if you don't feel particularly motivated to do that. In other words, you're going to sit down and do the work whether you feel like it or not. Another way to do it is to break tasks down into smaller pieces. This is something that I used to do for myself, especially when I didn't feel motivated. I might have a huge project in front of me and getting started was difficult. I just didn't particularly feel like doing it. Motivation wasn't there. But I would tell myself that if I just do this one small part of one task, that's one less thing that has to be done going forward. And so I would get involved in doing this task, not really feeling motivated to do it, not really wanting to do it, 
But then suddenly, as I'm in the midst of the task, I build a little bit of momentum and I do a little bit more and a little bit more. So breaking things down into smaller, more manageable pieces, especially if it's a big project, can really help. And, you know, sometimes when you start doing something, I've even had those thoughts right in the middle of doing something that you're wasting your time, that this isn't really going to make a difference. And again, I, I just think that that's human. I think everybody goes through that. Let's put it, let's put it this way. Discipline means doing maybe something right now that you don't feel like doing, but you do it anyway. And we do it in so many areas of life. I think that it's possible to also have this carry over into your business routines and the work that you do with your business. Oftentimes, the hardest thing is getting started. But then once you do start doing something, a little bit of momentum may come. It may not be a whole lot, but at least you're getting something done. You're not still at the same point, maybe a few hours from now, that you were originally. Next are deadlines. Setting deadlines for yourself can help you stay focused and accountable, especially when you're not really feeling particularly motivated because the deadline will create its own sense of urgency. And especially if this deadline is realistic, like you can tell yourself that I have a deadline to do something by the end of the week and it's not really realistic. But by setting a realistic deadline, for example, then you do have that element in place that wouldn't be there had you not set the deadline. So a deadline can help you overcome procrastination and get things done. Next, there's accountability partners. If you're married, your spouse can be an accountability partner. I know for myself that, you know, Lori is not involved as far as her mindset goes and all the technical aspects of the online world like my mind is. And yet, I will still talk to her as though she was because I find that letting her know what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and you know, my thoughts about it is a form of making myself accountable to somebody else beside myself. Having an accountability partner is just a great way to help you stay motivated and inspired even if you're not really feeling so much. This can be a friend, it could be a colleague, it could be a spouse, it could be a coach, a mentor, anybody that can give you some support and guidance. And that's one of the things about relationships, I think, that suffer over time is that one of the things that draws people together, especially in the beginning of a relationship, is communication. And it, be, it can become easy, especially after you've been with someone for a while, for that communication to not maintain that level of quality that you had in the beginning. But I found, especially in my, my relationship with Lori, one of the things that's kept us strong over the years is that willingness to talk and interact with one another about things that maybe the other person doesn't really 100% understand or doesn't have the background in, but it doesn't really matter in a lot of respects because sometimes people who aren't as close to the literal work as you are have a way of giving you insights that they wouldn't otherwise have if they were too close to the work. And it's almost like you hear stories of people that open up to a stranger, somebody they don't even know, but they're able to get better advice from the stranger than they would from a friend simply because that individual isn't so close to the situation that what they're seeing is clouded by emotion. I hope that makes sense. And, and finally, taking action, even when you're not feeling motivated. 
It's important to remember that sometimes the best way to get motivated is simply by taking the next step. Even if you don't feel inspired, taking action can help you build momentum. It can help you get back on track. And as you start to make progress, you may find that your motivation and inspiration return naturally. I've had that happen before. There were times where now consider the fact that I've been doing marketing now for all of my adult life and for my entire online career, thinking about marketing, talking about it, doing it with clients and all of that. After a while, there have been certain times where I thought to myself, I don't want to talk about marketing anymore. I don't want to think about marketing anymore. I just want to get away from it. But then what happens is I have a meeting with somebody or I have to have a conversation about somebody who's struggling in that area. And so I begin to take action, even though I go into that meeting uninspired. What happens 99 out of 100 times is the inspiration returns, the motivation returns, and it all comes naturally. So staying productive as a business owner, yes, it requires discipline, some focus, and some perseverance, even when you're not feeling particularly motivated or inspired. There are actually quite a few examples of now famous people who earlier on struggled with motivation. One of the first ones that comes to mind was J.K. Rowling, the author of Harry Potter. And I remember back in the late 1990s, hearing her interviewed about this, she said that she struggled with self-doubt. She struggled with motivation. Oftentimes, she said that she lacked confidence in her writing abilities to the point where she would just sit there and stare at the piece of paper. Sometimes she even wrote on napkins, she said, because she couldn't afford paper. But she continued to seek support out from friends and from family members, and they encouraged her to keep on going. And then finally, of course, her perseverance paid off. The first Harry Potter book was published back in 1997, and the rest is history. Another example is a guy named Chris Gardner, and he was an entrepreneur and motivational speaker, and he's still around also. He has a memoir that was entitled The Pursuit of Happiness, and it's spelt with a Y, happiness instead of an I. It was adapted into a movie, which was really successful. Will Smith played Chris Gardner. And I remember the movie. I mean, it was an inspiring story. When you go from struggling and living out of your car with your child to building a multi-million dollar company, no, it didn't happen overnight, but you could follow the progress that he was making and how he faced all these different obstacles. Stories like that tend to stay with you. Maybe you're older and you find that it's easier to relate to someone like a Colonel Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken fame. Maybe that's more relatable. His entire life was marked by challenges, and it wasn't until he was 65 years old that he had a big breakthrough with his Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise. But sometimes, though, when we hear stories like the ones I just mentioned, we may see the individuals in the same light that we see lottery winners. Someone may say, yeah, well, what about someone who digs ditches all day? Just a common manual labor. What can they do? Well, first, let me say this. If we're going to make comparisons, let's compare apples with apples and oranges with oranges. The guy digging ditches all day long out in the hot sun, all things being equal, he's a young guy capable of doing it. But as he grows older, or she, if that's the case, they can gain an education and the experience and eventually own the company that they once worked for. 
There's examples of people who have done just that. When a person is motivated enough, then they make the effort to find out what it is that they need to do, what it is they need to learn, and they take those steps and the story is played out. I know one of my clients owns a restaurant. He started out as a busboy, has a fantastic story. He was sleeping in his car at one point. He worked long, hard hours until he couldn't help but get noticed by the owner because he wound up sleeping in a cot there at the restaurant. And then he was promoted, and he was promoted again. And finally, the day came when the owner approached him and said, I'd like to sell you my business. I'd like to sell it to you instead of my son's. You've worked harder. You've shown more interest than any of them. And I think that the longevity of this, this company was started, this restaurant, I believe in the early 80s or late 70s. But uh, yeah, you've worked harder than all of them. And I believe that this business would be better in your hands than it would be in theirs. And so today my client not only owns that business, but owns other businesses also. We're not talking about the stuff of fairy tales here. We're talking about reality. Speaking of reality, it's important to watch yourself so you avoid burnout as a solo business owner. This is what it comes back to because burnout is a common issue among entrepreneurs and it's important to take steps to prevent it. In some ways, I think our lives, anyone's life, can be viewed in much the same way we look at chapters in a book. Each one of us is living out our own story. And some chapters in life are longer and more drawn out than we'd like them to be. But I think it's within our power to start a new chapter, if we really want to, a better one. Again, if that's what we really want. And lastly, let me share some thoughts on being emotionally invested in our projects, in our work. Emotion can be a double-edged sword. It can work for you or against you. If we're trying to get from point A to point B in our business, the projects we do are like the vehicles we travel in as we make our journey. And if your vehicle breaks down a few miles into the journey, it can be easy to sit by the proverbial roadside and be depressed by the realization that the vehicle you thought would get you to your destination won't. At that point, you may feel like giving up, but doing so will only leave you with an unsatisfying end to your story. And that's something that a person has to live with. It's always within our power to give up, but it's also within our power to get started again. And I would like to say in closing that every single one of us alive today probably still has things we'd like to accomplish in our lifetimes. And maybe we can't say with absolute certainty right now that we believe we can accomplish these things, but don't let it ever be for lack of trying. All right, I think that's about all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think it will help a friend or motivate them, please go ahead and share the episode link with them, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you are. Or send them to jimgalliano.com forward slash podcast. Back episodes can be found there as well. Your sharing of this podcast as a whole or a specific episode link really does help me reach people who would otherwise be very difficult to reach. So that's all for today. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week. And I'll talk to you later.